Welcome back, listeners. I'm Robin Black. This is It's All About Healing podcast. In today's episode, enjoyment deferred. Often, when we're going through rough storms, we forget to still enjoy life. We focus so much on the weight of the world and the negativity it brings, we forget to live. We sometimes think to ourselves, this is no way to live. This isn't what life should be. When we're in the storm, it seems impossible because we're so focused only on the storm. We unknowingly prolong our suffering because we get caught in the distractions. When you're going through financial troubles, it's the only thing that you can focus on and the things that you can't have, the things that you can no longer pay for. And what's going to be taken away? Is my car going to be taken away? Is my house, my apartment? That's what the enemy wants us to do. He wants us to stay in that state of mind. He wants us to continue to defer our enjoyment. Because if we still are able to enjoy ourselves during the storm, it's easier to stay focused on the blessings that God has for us that's just around the corner. So the enemy, he plays with our minds and makes us focus on the darkness. And we go deeper and deeper into it. And we may think to ourselves, there's, there's no way out now. Another example of prolonging pain, prolonging suffering, although I know some people have a piece of their wedding cake and they say that they want to save it for their one year anniversary or if they have wine or candles that they want to light on their, on their one year anniversary. Not saying that there's anything wrong with saving these things. This is only an example. But if anything were to happen to that couple and they don't make it to that year anniversary, these candles, the wine, the cake, it will add to the suffering once you come across it because immediately you'll say, this is what I was supposed to enjoy with this other person. We were supposed to enjoy these things together. Now we can't. It's only a reminder of something you were, ne- you were never able to experience. And that adds to the pain and the suffering. So why not enjoy what you have now? Because tomorrow is never promised. As parents, it's tough to enjoy times with our kids when all you can think about is feeding them and making sure that they have a roof over their heads. Playing is the furthest thing from our minds when we're thinking about our kids when we're going through times like this. But once we make it out of the storm, because we always do, God will always make a way. But who suffers the most? The kids do. Because all they remember is you weren't there to listen to them. You weren't there to play with them. Even if we just watch a movie with them, and actually really be in the moment with them. In the long run, kids remember those things and it scars them, which will scar you deeply because it's going to hurt you like hell. Because if you're a parent, that's, that's all we know. No one in this world can hurt us like our own kids. When you're a parent, when you're, when you really are a good parent, should I say. From when they're babies or toddlers, 
I remember me and my mother, we were watching my niece and my sister-in-law and my brother, they would leave when she was a baby and she would completely ignore them like they, like they never existed. And she just couldn't hear them calling her name. My brother would always say, if she leaves, she leaves. She just didn't care. They're babies. So of course we don't hold it against them, but it still stings as a parent. When they run up and hug you and wrap their tiny little arms around the back of your neck. Oh my goodness. There is nothing better than that. And that's what I miss most about those ages. Then as teenagers, they barely say two words to you. Then in other days, you know, they catch you by surprise. And all you can think is, uh-oh, she's talking to me or he's talking to me. Be careful, careful, careful. How do I respond? I don't, I don't want to run them off. What do I say? And you think to yourself, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to go ahead and ask a question. Now I'm about to, I'm about to, you know, I'm just going to, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. And then you can ask the simplest question and say, so then what happened? And then they get irritated and you're like, dang it. I knew, I knew I shouldn't have said nothing. I knew, I knew it because I knew I was going to run them off. And then you have the days where they talk you to death and just about talk your ear off. And you're like, dang, did you, did you have sugar today or caffeine? Like what's, what's going on? Cause you are doing, a, you have a lot to talk about today. You got a lot to say. Those are all beautiful moments. And memories, because even though it's hard and we go through hard times, we love it all at the same time. And we wouldn't have it any different. We don't want our children to only remember when we were going through hard times, we weren't really trying to be bothered. So don't defer enjoyment with them. Two of my greatest moments with my mother and father is once I had my own kids. Every time I would ask my father something about the kids, because, you know, it would be something that I don't understand, or I'd just say, hey, what does this mean when they do this? Or, you know, whatever the question would be. Almost every single time his answer would be, I don't know, you and your brother never did that. <laughs> and my mother would say the same thing. But the, the main thing that I remember about her is she ignored us. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Let me, wait a minute. Let me take that back because that sounded bad. Like she didn't ignore us in a bad way. It was mainly when we were getting on her nerves and she knew we didn't want anything. And that's pretty much still how she treats me. But I, but I learned, I learned so much by it once I had my own children. Because she would say, pick your battles. And I never understood it until now. Which having teenagers, I'm sure there's going to be more battles to come. And I'll be calling both her and her boyfriend, James. And he also treats me the same way. And uh, when I call him, he'll just be like, Robin, why are you calling me? And <laughs> it's, And I have so much fun. With both of them, because they, it's, 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 it's fun. It's lighthearted. But at the end of the day, it all makes me laugh because I know when I really need 
any of these three, they'll be right there every single time, anytime, day or night. They will be there and I know they will be there. Just like we know our parents or anyone who raised us, we have that knowing. That's the same way we need to know our Father God. God knows we're going to suffer. Just like 2 Timothy 2.12, we suffer. We shall also reign with him. If we deny him, he also will deny us. When we struggle and try to do everything in our own power to make ends meet, that's what we're doing. We're denying God. We are technically saying, God, I got this. Go, go ahead and scoot over and let me get in front of you. Of course, it's a lot easier said than done, but it's practice. One of the main reasons we go through so many storms is to build endurance until our hearts, our minds, and our souls align with his. The armor of God, it kicks in and anything the enemy throws at us immediately ricochets and the devil will flee because he can't get into our heads like he used to. But still remember, he's resilient, so he'll continue to keep trying. But understand, the more he tries, the closer you are to your blessing and the destinies that God has for you. If you have ever been on a motorcycle, you learn to lean with the motorcycle. So if the motorcycle is turning left, you lean your body to the left and vice versa if you're going right. Otherwise, we create too much resistance. It's the same in life. When God takes us down a narrow, rough road, we go with him. If and when he reroutes us, we go with him. Let God lead the way because I promise you his way is the best. The road less traveled is harder. It's rough. It's painful. But it's because most people, they, they turn around and they decide to take the way the majority have taken and they go before God instead of letting him lead the way. We must practice magnifying our God instead of magnifying our problems. Always confirm everything with him, no matter what it is. Just ask him, should I be doing this? Which way should I go? How do I get out of this? Help me understand this. And he will help you understand. He will give you those answers. You just have to be able to stop the silence from being loud and focusing on the negativity and allow the silence to be calming and allow him to give you those answers. And he will. Whatever small steps you can take and enjoy yourself, no matter what it is you're going through, take time to really enjoy it. Don't just go through the motions. Block it out and enjoy yourself. Even if it's only one hour out of your day playing with the kids, playing video games, going to a spa or having a dessert, whatever it is that you enjoy, 
Just do it. Allow light to enter your heart as many times a day or as many times as we, as a, or as many times a, a week. Take those baby steps to healing and start enjoying life again the way God wants us to. This is It's All About Healing Podcast. Stay blessed, everyone. God loves you.